with you all day long. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning at 5.57. I'm Jacqueline Sweeney. Mainly cloudy with a chance of flurries today, a high of minus 24. Right now it's minus 28, but with the wind chill, feels like minus 41. A Devon school needs your help. That's in just a minute, but first, there's been more bus cancellations this morning. Parkland School Division has canceled its buses along with Greater St. Albert Catholic Schools and Elk Island Public Schools. A controversial video at a local Earl's restaurant is circulating on social media. The video shows a large group of maskless people enjoying drinks and celebrating at Earl's Crossroads on Tuesday night. AHS says they have received three complaints related to this location and that a health inspector met with management to address the concerns. Premier Jason Kenney has announced a plan to recognize Alberta's hundreds of thousands of critical workers during the COVID-19 pandemic. Frontline workers will receive a one-time payment of $1,200. Private sector employees will need to apply for the payment, while those in the public center will receive it automatically. Six more Albertans have died from COVID-19 with another 339 newly discovered cases in the last 24 hours. 16 new variant cases have also been found in the province. In sports, the Oilers play in Montreal tonight at 5 o'clock. And a Devon Elementary School needs your help. Rabina Baker Elementary School is fundraising for a new playground. Now, the playground that is, uh, they're looking for a playground that is rel- readily available for the kids at the school, but also the entire community. Now, their current one was built back in 1990 and is de- in desperate need of upgrades. Fundraisers have been canceled due to, due to the pandemic, and they are looking for online donations. If you can help out and leave a legacy, they can get your name on a plate if you donate 100 bucks. But really, they're saying any amount helps. You can head online to their website. I can text it to you if you text us at 103939 or head to rbes.blackgold.ca. Stay with us. You're too early for a question. Question is up next. I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know. Thank you, Jack. I know that uh, a bunch of people in the Devon community are trying really hard to get this playground going for uh, the kids and for everybody in that community. So and there the you pictures go. of it look amazing. The design they have is so cool. Awesome. All right. Here we go. The too early for a question question this morning. 50 bucks from Mr. Mike Steakhouse Casual up for grabs. Easy one this morning. It's going to be like... Getting in quickly, I think, is going to be the key. Okay. But, uh, you know, sometimes it's good to give easy ones. Sometimes they're so darn hard, you just don't even know where to start. Yeah, we need a break. This one's a break. Okay. The average North American will look at 10 of these before actually buying one. Okay? I think I know the answer. Yeah. (laughs) Don't say it. (laughs) I think you know the answer, too. But uh, let's see if we can get the answer quick. 780-421-1039. The average North American will look at 10 of these before actually buying one. What are they talking about? This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hi, how's it going this morning? Good, how are you? Oh, not too bad. Trying to fight the cold on my way to work. Just the grind. (laughs) It's the grind, right? It is, yeah. Okay, well, let's uh, reward you this morning for listening so early and get the answer to the too early for a question question. The uh, average North American will look at 10 of these before actually buying one. What are they looking at? Is it a car? It's not a car. No. That's the only other answer you could take <laughs> except for the right one. I know. I'm like, oh, no. It's not a car, my friend. But you stay warm and safe in your car, okay? Sounds good. Thanks, right. guys. See you later. Hi. I'm calling in for the too early for question. Yeah, what was your guess? Uh, a house. You got it. Bingo, bango, bongo. Woo! 
pretty easy. But yeah, 10 houses apparently people look at. They actually go through. So there you go. No wonder real estate agents are busy, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I think I probably looked at about that many. Yeah. I got a friend. They've been looking for houses for about three years. They've seen over 100. Oh, my gosh. Holy cow. And like, if you don't make sure that realtor stays with you, because yeah. he's been through hell. Oh, my gosh. That Yeah, I bet you they've been through a few real estate agents. They're probably like, ah, they don't call us, we'll call you. Their house doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Your $50 gift certificate from Mr. Mike's exists because you've just won it. Woohoo! This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right. This is Kissin' Love Court. Kissin' Love Court time. Valentine's Day is coming up on Sunday. It's going to be a good cuddling day by the sounds of it, uh, just because of the weather. But anyway, yes. Well, we got a text from Mark that may not be doing so much cuddling. He says, hey, Chris, Jack, and Matt, my wife wants a completely different lockdown Valentine's Day than I do. She is insisting this year that our two kids become a part of the celebration. Now, I love my kids, and I'll do anything for them, but this day should be for couples. I'm also fine with them sharing a nice dinner with us, but she is saying that they should be skipping bedtime and staying up with us for the fire, the movie, and the wine we have planned. Is nothing sacred anymore? I just want a nice glass of wine and some time to reconnect with my wife on this day of all days. Now my kids will be there, and she'll fall asleep on the couch and leave me to deal with them at the end of the night. I won't even get a chance to pull my moves on her, which is the most <laughs> disappointing part. <laughs> Am I a jerk for wanting this? Oh, Mark. Pull my moves. <laughs> oh, Mark. <laughs> that last line just ruined it for me. <laughs> you had it, had her until pulling the moves. Pulling the moves. I don't, maybe it's just my situation right now. I mean, I am going to be with the kids. So I say, why not have the kids there? It's so much fun. It's just one day. Plan another night or a weekend away with your wife if you want it. She'll appreciate that so much more. This day, have fun with the kids. 2013 Jack would never believe that she just said that. I cannot believe. Like, who am I right now? Yeah. But it's also, there is still shades of me in the fact that I just don't want one night. I want a whole weekend. So if you you really want to have a night with me, make it a weekend. I was going to go in that room and splash water on your face. (laughs) Wake you up. Is she okay? Are you all right? No, the kids can hang out in their rooms and go to bed for this night. All right? We're in lockdown with our children. I can't poop in peace. (laughs) My little hands under the door. All right? (laughs) One night I want to spend with my wife having a nice evening, watching a movie, having some wine, having a little makeout. Just let me have that. Let her have that. She knows she wants it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and your moves, of course, Matt. That's right. (laughs) Just like Mark. Makeout Matt. All right. Well. Hey. (laughs) Sorry. I can still hear you. What what is your take on it? I you know you roll your eyes. We I, I think we always spent Valentine's with our kids. We just always did the did it wholesome Christian. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, what is your take? Mark needs to hear it from mm-hmm. you. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. You can also text us at one zero three nine three nine. You're the judge and the jury this morning. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. This is Kissing Love Court. Mark doesn't want to miss. The hugging and the kissing with his wife on Valentine's Day. Yeah, he texts in and says, you know, they're having a little bit of a disagreement about Valentine's Day. She wants to involve the kids, you know, let them stay past bedtime. They'll have dinner. They'll watch movies together. He says, nah, I'd prefer if they go to bed and we just have a night to ourselves. This text says, hey, guys, Jack, 
I gotta say, most of the time I agree with you, but on this one, I completely disagree. I have two young kids about the same age as yours, and I have to say every single day and every single evening is centered around their needs. So here's one night or maybe they can go to bed and my husband and I can have our needs looked after. And you can remember why we decided to have them in the first place. I just want to look after your needs. <laughs> it grosses me out. It does. It does. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> That's why it's funny. Angelo says Valentine's Day is for couples. Family Day is for families, which just so happens to be the day after. It's uh, literally the next day. Yeah. Okay. okay. A weekend for the entire family. All right. This text says we are not big on valentine's here i say include the kids but plan a weekend together to reconnect not because it's february 14th the most commercial of all calendar events of the year now i'm assuming bob has a helicopter getaway plan for you when he's finally not working he better <laughs> <laughs> yeah you make yourself sound like so needy but you're really not no. that needy jack I didn't think I sounded needy. <laughs> you better. A, a helicopter. A helicopter. No, I said that. I'm projecting onto her. It's not like she actually and, wanted that. Yeah, I do. I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they what have. What is ha- wrong with wanting it all? A That's helicop- not a bad thing. A helicopter getaway? Yeah. Okay. It, it would be. Oh, as if you e- say no. It'd be even funnier if they actually haven't had one before. <laughs> This is not about me. This is about Mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you think? As always, you're the judge and jury this morning. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Mark is asking for your help. He doesn't know what to do. His uh, wife wants the kids to be involved with all of their Valentine celebrations on Sunday. And he's like, nah, Lena, we'll do a few things with him, but let's uh, leave it for us later on in the evening. And what is your take at 103.939? This text says, I agree. They should spend the night for them. They can celebrate the kids on family day. Every couple needs time alone. We do. A good uh, compromise here. They should spend the time with the kids. Maybe buy them each a Valentine's Day treat and treats and find someone to babysit. Then go out for a fancy dinner late at night for an outing. If you want to take the party to the bedroom when they get home, the kids will probably be asleep. That comes from Christy. You know how, like, there's this, the the families that have multiple dogs. I'm like, well, you got to go run the dogs and wear them out. Yeah. <laughs> you do that with your kids, right? <laughs> yeah. I think that uh, sometimes the wives want to do that with the husbands. Sure. Wear them out. <laughs> it doesn't take long. <laughs> All right. I love this. Oh, my. If my husband had suggested a romantic evening, my kids would be in bed so early. You have all day to celebrate and do fun things with the kids during the day. Kids don't need to stay up. Spend the evening with your husband and enjoy the time together. It's a special day. All right. I think your husband needs to see that text. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to the phones. Kiss and Love Court. Good morning. What's your take? I think that um, having the kids involved is really important to show them how to treat their spouse futurely, you know, in the future. Um, If dad wants to make it special, he could do it any day of the week or weekend, take them to Jasper. I know there's a hotel there with lots of openings now. (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's really important. They could help set the table, help decide dinner, make cards. Like they could really, um, I mean, they can benefit from that to see how dad would treat how he treats mom so they can treat their spouse. This is how I give mom a massage. First I set oh, the shoulders no. and then I work <laughs> my way down. That, that is definitely a line crossed. <laughs> there, there's only one thing more annoying than regular Matt and that's dirty Matt. <laughs> Bonk! Off the horny jail! <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
Uh, Matt, um, you actually uh, <laughs> you watched your son and mom leave last yesterday and go for a walk. Did wife. You? Yeah, I did. Uh, wife. Uh, yeah. no. Not, oh, mom. Sorry. Yeah, I, I got his mom on my brain. My wife. Yesterday. Yeah, that's right. Your wife. <laughs> your wife. Sorry. Yes. Anyways, it was the afternoon and like our son hasn't been out of the house for a little while, mainly because the weather's been so cold. And I'm like, I don't want to take him outside. It's so cold. I got to bundle him up. It's an incredible amount of work. But he's like little jungle boy right now, right? right. He's just wild. He needs to burn some energy outside. No, no, no. My <laughs> wife's like, fine then. I'll take him. And just handed me the baby. Right. And then out she went. Oh, and you said, yes. <laughs> I was a little nervous because, I don't know, I, I can't supply what the baby needs. Right, you know right, right, right. But and it worked out. They were gone for a half hour. The baby slept the whole time. Nice. And I got to cruise on my phone for that entire time. But I did Never get dirty looks from my wife. wife. <laughs> and the, the thing is, my wife is not the six weeks post uh, C-section. Right. Which in, in which the doctor says, okay, limit your movement and things like that. So she, she basically said, no, I got to take this kid outside if you're not going to do it because you're so soft. <laughs> Well, I wonder, you know, I'm thinking even my, I, I don't have a little one to take out, you know, but we've got a dog that's like fired up and, and she, again, she's going outside. I, I've never seen her, like she literally pees on the run now. She doesn't even stop to pee, right? She's been, she's back in the house cause it's so cold, but I know she needs to get out there and get for walks, but I'm not taking her. Like I, I know I need to, I'm not being a very responsible dog owner right now. For sure. But so. maybe you are. I mean, you could tell yourself, oh, I don't want her paws to get frostbite. Yeah. This is true. That's right. You can always find a reason yeah. to stay inside. And like Matt, you were just protecting Bo from the elements. That's what I was like. His little face is he's like a, this porcelain skin he's got. Yes. So the question this morning is, uh, how long have you been inside without leaving? Like, just, just have you been stuck inside for three or four days without leaving and you're listening this morning? Like, you know, obviously if you got to go to work, you got to get out or whatever. Right. But I mean, there might be people that are lucky enough to have a, uh, a garage, a heated garage, and then maybe have a heated parking spot when they get to work. They maybe haven't even touched the elements yet. <laughs> Sheets. No. <laughs> we don't have a heated parking lot here. I, oh. I wouldn't. Don't put it past Chris to put it in the old locker where we keep the street team vehicles. That's not a bad idea. I never <laughs> thought of that. Way my go, wife, Matt. <laughs> my wife, that was the first time she'd been outside in probably a week and a half to two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, so, I mean. With a newborn, it's hard. Right? Yeah. And it's so cold. You can't really go for a walk. It'd been at least a week. So I think she was jonesing to get outside. So I, I, sh- I shot my shot. Okay. What about you? Has somebody been stuck or on purpose not stuck? On purpose have not left the house because of the weather we've been experiencing. As always, you can reach out at 103.939. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, if you're just tuning in for one of the first times, I have a very challenged palate, I would say. I'm very limited, and it drives Matt crazy for some reason. He just Challenged or sheltered? Sheltered. sheltered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On purpose, though. Right. Yeah, you're a picky eater. For, and then, like, I don't mind picky eaters as long as they try everything. Like, my two-year-old will try things before he hates it. And if you're an adult and says, well, I don't like the looks of that and I'm not going to eat it, you're a child. Okay. All right. Well, I'll take that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. It made me now seem what? like a jerk. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. No, no, there might be something to that. But here's the thing. Matt's got me trying something that I'm fairly reluctant to try. Well, you really didn't have an idea of what it was. You just kind of like, oh, I've never had that, but I've heard people talk about it. And, and it is becoming it. more and more trendy. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's the like the microbrewery of the hippie world. Kombucha. Kombucha. 
Now, here's the first thing that I look at this, and I'm, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be a real fan of it because it says, do not shake, sway gently. Come on. I can't even shake this before I drink it. Like, That's what because lightweight. you don't want to disrupt the sediment at the bottom. Why? Well, the bottled kind that Chris got doesn't have a SCOBY in it. Now, what is a SCOBY, you ask? What is a SCOBY, Matt? <clears throat> a SCOBY is the large blob of uh, bacteria and yeast that ferments the kombucha. Along with the sugar and the other ingredients ingredients in kombucha, it ferments and gives kombucha its fermented tea taste. Now, people add flavoring to it. You have a particular flavor, Chris. I do. It's uh, cranberry, which I'm a fan of cranberry, of course, for my crantinis. And like, if you see a scoby, you're probably never going to want to have kombucha ever in your life. So you wouldn't eat the scoby? Don't eat the scoby, bro. Like, people will like, (laughs) <laughs> clump off a piece of scoby to give it to somebody else so they can start their own batch of kombucha so it's not oh. scoby do it's scoby don't yeah, okay exactly. got it can okay. you mix vodka with kombucha 100 percent. but if you have like 15 <laughs> vodka and kombuchas you are going to have the worst bout of diarrhea you've ever had in your life because <laughs> this really brings it on yeah okay. if, you know, if chris drank that whole bottle in one sitting he's going to get the squirts okay i'll be sitting for a while <laughs> all right especially a rookie Okay. <laughs> takes a while to build up your kombucha tolerance. <laughs> Why then am I drinking this? It, the health benefits. Yeah, what are the health benefits? Uh, I'm sure that one has a ton of sugar in it, but like, <laughs> I'm. It's got 35 calories in it, so that's not bad. No, not it, they, they. You know, like it's good for your gut bacteria and okay. your overall health and that yeah, kind of no stuff. No fiber. All right, whatever. Chris okay. is really that's what you poo-pooing. think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Chris tries it. Kombucha. Kombucha. I can't even say it. Oh. No, it's intimidating to say. Don't pull it back to your mouth too fast. Sway it. It smells what does it smell like it's it vinegary. Smells it's like, very vinegary. It smells like yeast. Ew. All right, here we go. Yeah, that tastes disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, I don't like kombucha either. Kombucha's kind of gross. Even cranberry flavor? It didn't Even help. cranberry flavor. It's very vinegar, vinegary for sure. That's the fermented bit of it. Yeah, they all are a little vinegary, and I can't handle it either. <laughs> I like the first text. Chris, chase it down with some seaweed. <laughs> Chris, I have the palate of a chef, and it's disgusting. <laughs> well, then, they have spoken. <laughs> all right. Not for everybody. <laughs> no, not for everybody. I'll back you on that one. Thank you for trying it. Is it weird that I feel like I need to go to the bathroom all of a sudden? Sit That's- down. You have a sit-down job already? It doesn't work that fast, bud. Okay, I don't know. Something's not working. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Bone chilling. Bone chilling out there. Yeah, no, I'm back. It's all good. Bathroom break, you know. I feel sorry for Matt now. I know what he's gone through all these years when he's had a coffee and then he's had to run to the room. See? It just, you know, you can't help yourself. (laughs) I don't want to be shamed (laughs) for my weak bowel. Coming up. It's still, it's on me now all of a sudden. No, I'm saying <laughs> the one, to both of you. Okay. <laughs> the Iron Lady of That's right. morning radio. <laughs> all right. Uh, hey, coming up in the next few moments, we found out thanks to the Too Early for a Question question that uh, the average person uh, looks at 10 houses before they actually purchase one. Matt's going to tell us an unbelievable story about a friend of his, and uh, we'll ask the same question. How long have you been looking? Or maybe you're not even really considering a house, but you're now addicted to looking like some of us are, Jack. I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, all right. We'll get to that coming up. Here's Thomas Rhett as he asked the question, what's your country song? 
on Kissing Country 103.9. Again, don't forget the payroll contest starts Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. right here. Sign up at kissinfm.com. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, Saturday Night Live, uh, it was so funny because we were watching it, of course, with Dan Levy, who is a, a Canadian, he's becoming a Canadian superstar. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a, a pretty good show uh, overall, I thought. And uh, at one one part, they talked about this. You need something new. Something exciting. I need a new fantasy. Then you need Zilla. 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 You need Zillow. It's a new fantasy. And Zillow is basically a, a real estate app, which shows you all the houses that are available. Yeah. And uh, my wife laughed because she, our whole family looks, we, we just, we all seem to, and I don't know if it's because of the times and because there's just not that much else to do, but uh, just constantly looking at new listings. Just constantly. And then you said the same thing for you, Jack. Oh, for sure. It's fun to fantasize like, oh, maybe we could live in this house. Or I wonder how the people in this house live. You get an inside view into their homes. It's just, it's curiosity more than anything. And it's fun. Yeah. So far, I, you know, I agree, but I, I prefer to stick to my neighborhood. Yeah. To base my house on the other houses around me. Right. Right. Like, oh, look how they're living like absolute animals. <laughs> <laughs> and then no. you see them down the block. <laughs> yeah, like oh, look at I know who lives in that house. They're just like yeah. they live in potato sacks. <laughs> but do you fantasize about moving like into maybe a bigger home or a different area? Oh, most certainly. <laughs> <laughs> but this is you who are you talking about here, Jack? Fantasy is the key word. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't, but you you more just look at your neighbors' houses when they come for sale. You're not looking. You're not looking at the broader scope of things. Yeah, like, uh, my block hmm. in particular, right? Okay. If I see a for sale sign, I race home. Like, I, like watch <laughs> out, kids! I'm ripping through the streets to find out how much that sucker is selling for. Right? Okay. All right. So the question is, how long have you been looking for that perfect home? Maybe you know, literally, or or maybe in a dream world. Uh, are you somebody that's on uh, on those websites every day? I know I've got. I get an email every morning from a, a from a certain. I don't know what it's from, but anyway, basically, it shows all the uh, uh, the acreages that are available in Parkland County every day, and and it just kind of like, oh my gosh, when I see three, I get so excited because I can see three different ones, right? But so, you're not thinking of moving. I don't think so now. No, but Chris I, is in the spot where he's just like buying real estate. <laughs> oh, yeah. he's right. a mogul. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm scared to bring this subject up because I knew you'd go there. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, there, he's always been threatening to move for the past, I don't know, decade. <laughs> he's like, I, I don't know. The house is too big. You know, mo- we don't need that much, which is a, like a boss move. Like, you're downsizing. I get it. Your kids right. are gone. Right. Okay. 780-421-1039. We're talking real estate this morning. We found out thanks to the Too Early for a Question question this morning. The average person looks at 10 houses before they actually settle on one. And joining us right now is friend of the show, a friend of uh, Matt's, Erica. Mm-hmm. And uh, Erica, we found out that the average person looks at 10 houses. What do you think of that? <laughs> and, <laughs> and we understand that you're a bit above average when it comes to that. How many houses have you physically been in as you've looked for the perfect one? I really couldn't tell you. <laughs> many. <laughs> you've lost count? Yes, we've lost count at how many houses we've looked at. Matt, Did you give us an over-under? Yeah, Matt thought 100. Yeah, it, it, it's around. It's a high number. I'm not sure. Why, why is this happening? Uh, I feel like it's your it's happening. your boyfriend-related, Mark. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> Hi, Stan. looking for something that we are, uh, you know, wanted to stay in for a long time. 
yeah. but not wanting something too old and um, not wanting to pay too high of a price. <laughs> right. How many real estate agents have you gone through? Oh, we just have one guy sticking wow. with the same guy. <laughs> wow. And he he's still talking out. to you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he took up smoking, but other than that, he's doing okay. <laughs> He's, yeah, he he's, he sometimes he doesn't necessarily jump to the pump when uh, when he gets a call from your from your he's man. He's been very good. I will give him 100% kudos. He's been amazing. Can so. you imagine when this day happens when the perfect house falls into your lap? Will it yeah, happen? He'll be very happy. <laughs> he, he might buy you to again. <laughs> the the realtor gift may blow you away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.